My favorite thing about Blend's program is probably its clinical um, experience. I really um, feel that they do a wonderful job of giving the students the opportunity to put their skills in action. And you just never learn everything. There's um, every day you're learning something new. Produced by Podcast Architects. Hi, I'm Chelsea Reber. Welcome to Healthcare Calling. I'm visiting with Miranda Denman today. She is a clinical faculty instructor. If you want to learn more about Blend's nursing program, check out the link in the description to head to the website. Miranda, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So I would love to learn a little bit more about you and how you got involved here at Blend. um, I have been a nurse for about 15 years, um, heading on 16 right now. When we moved to Texas and moved into this area, I started working at one of the local facilities and was approached by one of the clinical faculty to be a preceptor and um, loved it. I got to precept multiple different students over the years. And as I went back, I'm an ADN graduate myself. Um, when I went back, I, to get my bachelor's and then my master's in nursing education, um, I stayed in close contact with the blend faculty and used them to get through my program and, um, really wanted to give back to the program because I felt that I received a lot in just being a preceptor. Explain preceptor to me real quick before we move on. Sure. A preceptor is a person on the unit that gets partnered with a student to help guide them, usually in that last um, couple of months before they graduate and start taking their NCLEX and become a nurse themselves. So it's really to help round them out and prepare them to step into the world of nursing. (laughs) When did you realize you wanted to be in the nursing profession? Ooh, I was a child, um, maybe that six. Young, huh? Okay, wow. Yeah, I um, I am the baby of nine with a whole bunch of nieces and nephews, and I just like taking care of people. One of my earliest memories as far as taking care of others and being a nurse and that being my goal was I made a... Um, I made my own first aid kit. Really? Okay. You have to tell me more about that. Was it in like a lunchbox or? (laughs) No, it was a repurposed jewelry box. Oh, okay. We took out the little ballerina. I um, painted a um, red cross on the top of it and painted the rest of it white, labeled it first aid and had all sorts of goodies in there like gauze and um, peroxide, because, you know, we use peroxide for everything. And um, I had a honey bear jar that I had emptied out and filled with water so I could clean everything as my nieces and nephews. That's awesome. And it's so funny because you said I'm the baby of nine. So I'm thinking, you know, people were probably taking care of you your whole life. But with all the nieces and nephews coming on, that's really cool that you uh, you found your calling so early on. So Miranda, I want to talk a little bit more specifically about your role in the program and what kind of classes you teach. So I am a um, member of the clinical faculty, which means I don't necessarily come into the classroom and teach them their um, didactic lessons, but I do get to work with them on the clinical sites in the hospital at the bedside. Um, This semester in particular, I'm working with second semester, which are, I consider them the babies. They are, this is their first real time getting an opportunity to take care of patients, work with our nursing staff, um, get comfortable in their own skin and realize they actually do know things. Um, As we 
progress and go to the different semesters, um, they learn more and more about different disease processes, and they we try to we try to guide their clinical experience to kind of engulf that new information and um, give them an opportunity to to really put it to use. So, what is a day in like? Let's say okay, we're we're going to see. Professor Denman, is that okay. what they call you? Okay. Um, and and what what might a typical day look like in your care, in your hands? Sure. So before they get to me, they have to start with researching their patient. So they're going to see their patient the night before, or not see their patient, but pick their patient okay. the night before. Um, they'll pick it, they'll review so they have an understanding. Um, so that's a lovely benefit that we don't get as nurses in real life, <laughs> but it gets them started to really thinking about what they're looking for. When they come in the next morning at 6.30, they meet me, um, and we start our day with getting report, meeting our nurses, meeting our patients, working on our assessment skills, um, and then we start talking medication management. They go through a couple of quiz times with me, ta- discussing what they already know about their medications and their patients and diagnoses. Um, and then the rest of the time is really focused on getting that opportunity to care for patients um, and observe the nurses and really see what goes on in a day in the life of a nurse. How much goes into teaching students how to interact with their patients and how to, <laughs> you know, you, you hear from patients that their nurse is who truly made the difference during their time under care. Uh, obviously the doctors do a lot, but the nurse seems to really be the primary person who's around them the most. So how much goes into teaching students how to be a people person, how to be a patient person? So that is a part of the education that is wrapped in every single interaction that they have. And um, I enjoy watching them, especially in the second semester, as they go from scared to enter a room on their own. They'll grab a partner and walk in there together um, just to bolster them. And then as it, a lot of it is confidence. It's not so much that they aren't people people, <laughs> but they are not confident in their own abilities. So it's building that confidence and letting them know you don't have to have all the answers yet again. It's okay, but really help that patient to understand I'm here to help you. If I don't have an answer, I'm going to help you find the answer. And that's okay too. Um, the end of the semester, it's really, uh, neat to watch their transition. And then their when they do their, um, what is it called? Sorry. When we have our debriefing at the end of the day, um, that's kind of their opportunity to tell me what is happening for their patient, what is going on, what did they learn from the day. And that changes through the course of the semester. The end of the semester, they're, they're voicing that they're going to miss their patients or their patients are asking, do you really have to leave? Aww. And so they really get to feel that connection. And that's that's truly only going to be established through the clinical experience. I know you mentioned that you've wanted to be a nurse since you were a child, um, but did you have any personal experiences with nurses growing up or maybe even in your education that have stuck with you even to today? So, um, yes, we've all had some sort of experience. Uh, for me, it would be when I was about 18. Um, my mom actually had small cell lung cancer and she passed away. Um, again, I already said that I'm a baby of nine. Yeah. 
Um, so in that process, um, she kind of went on hospice care and we were, um, staying in the hospital and the nurses, while I don't have individual people, it was very tumultuous, but I don't have individual names, but just the, the gentleness that they approached everyone with the care and the compassion that they showed, um, all nine of us ended up sleeping in their um, conference room. They brought us all the things that we needed to make cots, and we set up all in there and took turns being with my mom until she passed, and that was not something that they had to do, but they absolutely really um, made a difference for our family. Is there anyone else in your family that's in healthcare? Ooh, um, mostly no. There's actually okay. very few in, in healthcare. I have a cousin who is also a nurse, um, but pretty much everybody else says they don't want to handle that job. It's too much. <laughs> so do you get calls and texts all the time? Miranda, what's wrong yes, with me? <laughs> I do. Um, family, telehealth, friends, family, telehealth. Yeah. I'll get my favorites are the ones that I haven't talked to in a long time. And then I'll randomly get a message. I'm like, okay. Um, but it's okay. Yeah. I enjoy it. Do you have any patients that have reached out, contacted you, maybe even after the fact, months down the line, just to say thank you. What does that mean to you? Oh, um, that is what makes every day worth going in. So I, you know, I'm a, I'm an instructor, but I'm also an oncology nurse. So I've been an oncology nurse for over 15 years. Um, we treat people at some very low points in life mm-hmm. and take care of them and try to see them through it. Um, my favorite times at the, at the bedside, my favorite times are when we get a visit and I don't recognize the person that's standing in front of me because they're healthy and they've put on weight and they look so happy and they're doing so well. And those are the moments that get you through every, every low point. I know you mentioned your mom. Did that draw you to oncology? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Um, That actually made me, I was 18 again Mm -hmm. when she passed and um, I was petrified of oncology. And my first, um, my first job that I received was a medical surgical oncology department. And I told them in the interview that I was scared to death, that I was going to get a patient that reminded me of my mom. And I just didn't know how I was going to handle it. And, um, they said they would support me. They would start me separately on the med surge patients, which they did. And then everybody got pregnant on the unit and I became the oncology nurse and (laughs) had to learn chemotherapy. But, um, and I had the patient that reminded me of my mom and, um, it was difficult, but I got closure that I did not expect to be able to receive. Um, and I got to work with oncology patients who are probably, the best people in the world. They're so appreciative and thankful, um, regardless of what they're going through. So they, they made me passionate about it. Do you want to learn the five steps you must take now to prevent attrition in your nursing staff? Click the link in the description and fill out the form to receive our informational sheet. Miranda, what does the work that you do in nursing mean to you? And are there any other ways that you give back? Um, Wow. That's a, that's a loaded, loaded question. question. <laughs> um, so my work in nursing gives me the opportunity to give back to my community, um, to, to really care for others. Um, that is one of the greatest benefits in nursing. I can do pretty much anything. There's so many different varied ways I can go about it and still get to give back. Um, 
I'm big into community involvement. So one of the other things that I do is Habitat for Humanity. And that um, is another just great way for me to feel part of the community and um, work alongside my neighbors. I also go, not just my neighbors, so I go to Guatemala and do global village trips and get oh, to do the awesome. same thing. Now, do you do any kind of nursing when you're on those trips or is that strictly Habitat for Humanity st- type stuff? It is Habitat for Humanity stuff. I get to build, I try to, try to take a little bit of a um, break from nursing, sure. but I end up becoming the, um, the group nurse and making sure that everyone is um, doing okay and especially with altitude sickness and things like that. So that's usually my, my role, but I'm not the advertised nurse on duty. Yeah. So. That's great that you get to give back in other ways mm-hmm. besides just with nursing. What do you feel is unique about blends associate program that provides value for the students who come through the program? So my favorite thing about blends program is probably it's clinical, um, experience. I really, um, feel that they do a wonderful job of giving the students the opportunity to put their skills in action, work with um, their future colleagues, and really learn on the job how to manage so many different um experiences that can pop up in their day. It seems like in nursing, you can't learn everything in the classroom. (laughs) You can never learn everything in the classroom and and you just never learn everything. There's um, every day you're learning something new. So Blinn is able to put their students in these situations before life and death truly is on the table. Yes. And that is one of the, the major goals. We have an excellent SIM program to really give students a safe opportunity to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes. How does Blend help connect students with industry for job placement after graduation? So Blend has been in this community for a very long time. So they have really good community ties with our facilities that are here local, St. Joseph's um, and Scott and White to be uh, the biggest ones that pop out. We do career fairs and they are communicated with through their faculty um, and boards what is coming up in the future. They also have a blend nursing student association and they actually set up um, a meeting with some of the local uh, leaders to talk about what do you look for in a new candidate? What, um, what would be your, you know, pieces of advice before we come and interview with you? What do you want to see in an interview? So we get that opportunity to really connect with them and, and help guide them before they, step in and it's, you know, it's nerve wracking to sit in front of a panel of people and, and your fate is in their hands. You mentioned earlier with nursing, you can do so many things. Mm -hmm. Do students often come in with one idea of what they want to do and leave with a totally different idea? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, and that's part of our role is to help them, um, learn about the different options that are out there and experience them and really give them a true opportunity to, to experience it. We listen to what they say they want to do, but we still push them to really try something outside of what they think their comfort zone is. And it's um, always fun to watch them go and have a day in an area that they were dreading before going to and then come back and just be all smiles and super excited. And then they they turn it around on you like, now I have to decide what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever expect to be on the educational side of things? Um, that was not my plan. I love teaching and that was the secondary passion, but I never really thought about teaching future nurses. Mm -hmm. Um, it was always nursing 
or I didn't, it never occurred to me in the long, for the longest time that I could do both until I started actually precepting and had that interaction and, and interacted with the faculty as well. I'm like, I can do that. I can totally do that. Do you see that in some of your students already that they, oh, yes. they may be a future teacher as well? Yes. And I already start tagging them and, <laughs> and letting them know that I'm not going to forget <laughs> what experiences at Blinn make it worth being there every year with the students? It's probably watching the growth and it's the aha moment. Mm. So I am a question asker. I can't see inside of their brains. I ask why a lot. Um, and I like to see their thought process as they go through um, their explanations to me. And to carry that from the very beginning when I get to see them to even just the end of the semester and their thought process changes. Um, but really it's when they start answering my questions and they're super nervous and then they make a connection. It's like, ah, the light bulb just went off. We're good. I got it. That's awesome. What advice would you give to a recent graduate of the program at Blinn as they're going into their career? Be open, be humble, ask questions. You are, you will not come out of a program knowing everything that you need to know as a new nurse. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> None of us do. So just ask those questions, get involved in what, wherever you're at to, you know, be part of shared governance and just learn a little bit more about what is your institution doing? How are they impacting your community? What can you do to help improve that? And you get to be fresh eyes. We don't get that. I've been around for a long time. I see things a certain way. So it's really nice to get them involved. You mentioned you went through a similar program, correct? Mm -hmm. Why do you think programs like Blends is unique and, and really sets itself apart from other similar ones across the country? My favorite thing about an ADN program that is done well is the clinical time. Um, Blend puts a lot of focus on making sure that patient or that not just patients, that the students get that opportunity to work with patients, get comfortable in their role, and put um, to the test what they're learning in the classroom. Um, the Some of the larger institutions really focus on giving a lot of information, which is great. We need a lot of information, mm -hmm. but they just don't always get that same hands-on experience um, for the students, and I, I think Blinn does an excellent job with giving them that. Why should future nurses apply to come to Blinn? They get to work with me. <laughs> um, That's a great reason. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's just a group of people, a group of nurses that are really um, focused on helping our students become nurses, become our peers, and eventually become our caregivers. What do you hope for the future of Blinn nursing? Oh, I want to see growth. I want to see um, more and more of this, of our community supported by our community. So I would love to see more of our Blinn um, students come and stick around and really show um, their investment with, with our community. It's a great group to be part of. So. Miranda, thank you so much for joining us today on Healthcare Calling. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. If you are interested in learning more about Blinn's nursing program, check out the link in the description to head to the website.
produced by Podcast Architects.